Freedom to fly? Another way of saying freedom to run. And so it goes with the crew of the experimental starship Void Jammer. And the clock never stops ticking. Unpaid bills, old enemies, and a rifle crew nip at their heels as they strike out for the Beskari. Friday, Saren, Rulora, and Ballad know that when work comes calling, you grit your teeth and bear it. Sometimes simple folk don't live simple lives, and these former cargo haulers turned merchant smugglers will discover just how complicated their future stands to be as they enter a dangerous game. No rules, no time, no guarantee of safety. Just another day on the job, far beyond the stars. How are we all doing today, gang? I'm doing really great. <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm just really happy to be here. Oh, yay. <laughs> I miss playing games with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dustin and Angela, you have to give it your best shot now. I'm going to get my Calamity Jane profile out here. No more, no more, uh, no more uh, Friday Francisco. It's all Calamity Jane. Woo. <laughs> my new voice is going to be like this. Woo. <laughs> 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 that was cheating it was but it was delightful because i was waiting for it (laughs) i was waiting for something totally different and then that happened (laughs) well good we're all in a classic uh fantastic worlds productions mess around mood and i think i really think that's ideal for this session so last episode was pretty chill as Starfinder goes, uh, you didn't really have any confrontations with any major villains outside of internal ones, your own emotions. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Lots of internal emotions, <laughs> internal conflict and turmoil, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, it was a pretty chill day, especially where Friday and Rolora were concerned, you know, after you had a little fight with a hugbot in the morning, and then you went shopping for the rest of the afternoon. Chill as could Orange be. Julius for the win. Orange, well, a julep cup, thank you very much. And yes. our oh, sorry, cup, sorry, hello. Um, keep up. <laughs> Take a feat. Take a feat, Dustin. <laughs> it's julep cup. <laughs> <laughs> as for the other two ballad met with her sibling xavius and had a pretty tense discussion about how very serious the sinjin situation has gotten and actually did end up convincing xavius to leave absalom station for a little while and they gave her some contacts 
of theirs uh, to reach out to in case of dire trouble. It was very emotional. It was quite fraught. I look forward to digging into that more later. (laughs) (laughs) And Saren went on what she thought was going to be a chill date. Yeah. That's what totally happened, right? And that's totally what happened. You had a lovely dinner with a lovely crystal, talked about only nice things, and then you went back to the ship and it was great. Yeah. What was uh what was your last name because I apparently didn't write it down. Uh Saren's last name? Yeah. I, I have a note about that. Malayacor? Yes. <laughs> See, you remember it better than me. I don't know why. I bother writing things down when I don't remember it. Um, yeah, Malayacor. So that's M-A-L-L-E-A-C-O-R. Okay. I'm not going to look up to see if that means anything. <laughs> right. Don't. Why would you? Because uh, it doesn't, probably. Probably not. <laughs> I didn't look anything. I didn't look anything up. I wasn't doing bad Latin <laughs> or anything I would never do that no never yeah so like on that super casual really lovely little date with a very beautiful crystal they just happen to bring up that you are the uh, only remaining heir to the throne of you know Shimranzara basically <sighs> love that for Sarah oh and that uh, <laughs> your grandparent tried to throw your parent into a volcano and might be likely to do the same to you to cure some kind of infertility thing issue on the home planet it's fine yeah, it was casual it's, fine. <laughs> it's totally fine it's fine you're fine I, uh, Saren is suddenly like do I go back do I stay do I go back I don't want to go back maybe I should go back I don't want to think about this <laughs> Which is perfect because you actually have a mission of some desperate urgency to attend to at the moment, which will be super distracting in any thoughts that uh, Ballad might be having about complicated relationships with crime lord Dons and uh, that Shitsarin might be having about complicated relationships with the concept of home and belonging and family and destiny. <laughs> <laughs> You have to go save Shan. Shan is in trouble. And you, the void, you, the four of you and the void jammer have taken off for the ocean world of Entha. It's going to take you about three days to get there. And uh, I wanted to ask Friday and Rolora, because instead of having fraught conversations, they were shopping. Did you pick up any underwater gear for the gang? You are going to an ocean world. <laughs> I picked up gear for myself. All right. In the true Friday fashion. Selfish. <laughs> Miss Fanny. Um, Miss Fanny took the goblins shopping. So they had a shopping trip. They waited in front of the tulip cup that was like abandoned. So we're like, what the heck? Why is no one here? So they just helped themselves and just left the credits there. <laughs> Perfect. Chaotic. There's no one here. Yes. So there were some couple of items. So weapon fusions. Uh, this one's pretty neat. It's called Trailblazer, but it basically uh, it alters 
the uh, nature of the attack to overcome penalties of some natural environmental effects. So they have some items that will negate some penalties for underwater combat. There are some swimming fins. You know, and as Miss Fanny's a technomancer, explores the shopping, both of the magical and scientific nature. So there are uh, um, Aeon Stone that will negate, um, eliminate the need for sustained breathing. So that's always a plus underwater. You never know when you're going to have a rupture in the old suit. That's a solid pick. Solid pick. Uh, swimming fins. Friday got himself one of those as well. Good choice. Some swimming fins um, that can be installed for um, to, to provide a, a swim speed, basically. Which will work with light armor, but not heavy armor. I did put, because um, I think, Ballad, you wear heavy armor? Heavier armor? Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So there is yeah. a, um, a hydro jet. So this one for heavy armor basically has a 10-foot enhancement bonus to to swim speed. Oh. Oh, and a, a strong flashlight. Miss Fanny can already see in the dark, so it's not a, a big issue, but you never could have enough flashlights anyway. I think mm-hmm. she already has mm-hmm. three in her bag, <laughs> plus the bag full of batteries, so it's like one more flashlight, that spotlight beam, you know, it's not going to hurt. Like, ooh, one of these is nice. I'll take one of these too. So, a couple of couple of goodies for Spanish weapon of choice. A <laughs> couple of items <laughs> for the crew. Oh, I thought this one Saren might like because it's a crystal spear. I know they can make their own crystal weapons, but uh, this one uh, has no underwater penalty, and it has these crystals that can grow to make it a reach weapon as well. So it has a kind of organic feel to it too. And plus it can be used to block. So you get like a little uh, AC bonus too. So it's a a little extra. So yeah, Miss Fanny came by, did the whole pretty woman shopping scene with the bags, you know, had the whole fancy hat, the goblins in tow doing their shopping montage. Gonna have a shopping montage. (laughs) Friday did get one other item. He got the bright light projector uh, because he cannot see in the dark. Uh, And you know, we get a little bit of light from Saren naturally and stuff. But what's cool about this one is it illuminates non natural light as well. So anybody who wants to be like invisible, for example, or is hiding in superior darkness or magical darkness, this pierces that. So, oh, that's nice. Uh, it also has a cool feature called bright. It says attacks with bright, uh, bright weapons illuminate the area within 20 feet. Um, and the light projector like does something where it, I believe it, 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 illum- it gives uh, weapons the bright property while it's activated so that's really cool fine choices fine choices i'm going to go i'm going to say that uh ballad and saren would have given a shopping list to their captain to you know pick up necessary items for them too so jess jess and heidi did you get anything else you want to mention gear wise for going under the sea nah so, um, real fast, Angel, did you say that you bought swimming fins for all of us, or was that just for you? I bought two. Um, so, oh no, I, I figured I could make a make a, a little mermaid tail. Um, so you should have two <laughs> on there. So okay. So the, the swimming fins are technically like they're they're 
biotech. Like you have to get your body modified to actually use them. Um, they alter your DNA. Um, so a coupon I, then. Uh, like I, because I was thinking like, uh, Saren wouldn't go for that. So, like if if Friday and Ballad wanted to do it, that's fine. But Saren would probably go for the hydro jets as well. Um, and and or just the scuba gear, which I think would be like the sort of fins that you were thinking of that like you just slip over your feet. Um, but you can't wear armor while using the scuba gear, so that's why I'm like hydro jets. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, like if you bought Saren a crystal spear, I don't know if we have the money for an- another thing of uh, hydro jets for Saren. So yes, yes, we do. Cool. I want hyd- hydro jets atta- attach them to my armor, and um, I probably also get something for breathing. But it'll be fine. Who oh, there's breathe? the ion stone. <laughs> Do we have money for an ion stone? Another one? Yep. Yep. We got four. Those I got four. So okay. I don't. Have you got, oh, you got four? One. Yeah. Yeah. So there's four of those. Yep. I'll take one of those then. Uh, Ballad. Do you need to breathe underwater? Uh, I believe probably she right? still does. Yeah. Um. There's some. You know the. With a game like this, you kind of got to fudge some things that you would expect (laughs) so that it's not too powerful to be certain races. So she still has to, you know, do stuff like breathe. So silly. I thought she didn't have to breathe in space. Oh, wait, no, you're right. Synthetic creatures do not breathe or suffer the normal environmental effects of being in a vacuum. Duh, because I've said that before. No, that she, yeah, she just hangs out on the outside you, of the ship. You don't get in a spacesuit when you go on the hull. <laughs> yeah, she just puts on the boots and then walks around outside. Yeah, um, yeah. No, she, I guess she doesn't need to breathe, and therefore we can save our money on one of those. Yeah, those. Uh, I'll need to buy three of those oh, stones. Nope. I'm gonna reduce it by one more because I like that the gill sheath is another biotech one and that one's pretty cool because it has like an extra nodule and miss fanny already has like extra parts in her already with the necrograph so i think like i know having one more would be like you know like when you get a tattoo one's cool uh-huh. but you know maybe one more wouldn't hurt <laughs> oh uh, my so god you know what? i'm gonna i'm gonna switch my stone for a gill sheath which is cool cool relora is just Hard addicted to, to augmentation one more. <laughs> They're gonna feel bloated for a couple of weeks, though. It took them. It, t- it took them a couple of weeks to get used to having the necrograph in there, but now they can shift it around, you know, as part of their configuration. So now they're gonna be like, <sighs> they're always gonna feel like they're like top heavy now until they get used to it. Cool. All right. So it is going to take the four of you, tres dias, to get to Antha. There are a variety of things that you can do with that time. Um, I was actually rereading a few of the rules, and there are downtime activities that you could that you could have been doing this entire time officially within the rules to give yourselves like little bonuses in encounters once you actually get somewhere. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to put this link in the chat so that you may peruse and see if there is a downtime activity that you would like to do. The AP. Uh, also added a brand new downtime activity for this particular book. It's called Aquafit. <laughs> and Aqua to do Aquafit, you basically tinker with a weapon to improve its underwater performance. 
Uh, You spend the day modifying a piece of weaponry to work well underwater, sealing joints, approving its aqua dynamics, and you can give a single weapon the underwater special property, which you would just essentially ignore the normal negative two penalty to attack rolls. And the weapon would deal full damage on a hit. So... Out of all of you, I think Relora is the only one that uses conventional weapons <laughs> at the moment. But that is essentially what you can do with it. So I actually had a thought about Ballad's weapon. Could Saren try and spend time tinkering with like the crystal to give it underwater properties? Uh, technically, the solar manifestations are not... <laughs> like changeable unless you level up. Oh, can you add weapon fusions to them? Concerned about that. There are weapon crystals mm. that you can get for them. For sure, yeah. That's the one thing I can do is I can add crystals and and stuff like that. But changing its shape in any way, modifying it in that way, that you have to level up to be able to do that. Okay. So it's pretty much like you know, once I chose the shape of it, it was gonna be that shape until I gain a new Sol- Solarian level. <laughs> I was thinking about that too. I was like, it would be nice to spend time to try and make it better, but yeah. um, it's not really possible per the rules. <laughs> per the rules, especially since like, yeah, Aquafit involves altering the item's physical form. Can't do that unless so. you want to let us be level, level six right now. No! <laughs> <Yay>. Rejected. <laughs> Drat. I almost gotcha. I know. I was so close. You almost tricked me. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I will probably aquafit Miss Fanny's weapons then. Okay, cool. All right, cool. So mechanical downtime activities aside, what are you doing to relax? Describe to me as a story how you're employing these downtime activities. So uh, since they do have a few days on the way there, you know, Miss Fanny slash Relora has been really pensive about the last few events that have kind of been transpiring leading up to where they are now, you know, stealing a ship... Um, having a contract killer sent by her own sister, which is messed up. It's to be listening to this. El oh, scandalo. Que scandalo. Hey, you know what? All in a, <laughs> all, all, all within the normal scope of family life. Oh, right. For cholesterols. <laughs> oh man. Uh, we didn't notice that Aline has a little dark mustache. Hmm. Going a little. A villain twirl, a twirly, a, twirly mustache. She has a mustache to twirl. <laughs> not, not according to Timid. Remember, Timid Aline has a halo. Is just like the best sister. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Timid. You're the best. Uh, so, with that in mind, you know, and all the stuff that's been kind of going on, they're, they're feeling the need to, and the part of their nature to adapt again. And some of this involves tapping into skill sets that they've long since let kind of atrophy so during the during the voyage what they're gonna do is probably it's under their bunk or in storage where they bring out a case it's probably dusty um you know doing that old (sighs) you know a cloud of dust comes up which they're gonna have to vacuum later and uh they're gonna go ahead and take that case to the tech workshop uh, so they're going to be whistling along, probably making it like just the quickest stop at the uh, the kitchen. 
And what you walk into is an utter disaster. Every single cabinet is open. Mm. Every single spice is pulled down. Somehow there's substance on the roof. And the roof in the kitchen is very high up. And you see Friday sitting there cooking a big old bucket of chili. And uh, he got (laughs) buckets. Buckets of chili? (laughs) Uh, Bucket. I hope it's stone soup. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, I'm almost having a visceral reaction in real life. Have you folks, maybe you've met these people in your life that when they cook, they use every damn utensil, even though they don't need them at all, in the kitchen. And it's just, why? Why? Right? So... So in real life, I've got the goosebumps, but not in the good way. Just so, uh, <laughs> Relora, we're we're kindred spirits in this. They probably a lurching in their stomach. Uh, they're already uh, they're already a little queasy from getting used to their bio enhancements that they just got recently during their shopping montage. Uh, <laughs> Literal fins now, if you want them. And <laughs> just seeing this, mouth drops eyes agape they almost drop their the case that they have and they're just looking from you know left to right just what? so 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 many ladles there's nine what what what, what, what why <laughs> no, no what no nope nope i'm not doing this today it's fine it's fine it's fine and just continues walking by and i'll just muttering nope and, and um, as you do that, fine. you hear you go. You hear Friday, Friday, uh, calamity. Why in tarnation would I add beans to my chili? <laughs> well, now you have to tr- you have to trust me. All right, I have lo- I scoured I scoured the network for ch- the best chili recipes, and I found a very detailed blog explaining that beans do in fact go in the chili. She, had a, me she had a whole long list of all of the reasons why. She says her kids love it, that it's an easy work night meal. She opened with a long story about chili shouldn't be an easy work night meal. It takes hours of savoring and spicing and swelling. No, she says it's easy. It takes one hour and you only use one pot. Calamity, sometimes easy is not the best. <laughs> I'm a ship. I don't. I don't eat. Like, why'd you ask me for help anyway? If you weren't going to listen to the answers, you didn't ask. I didn't ask you for help. You just started giving me some ingredients to throw in. Well, why'd you listen to me? I already added the tomatoes, and you were right about the tomatoes. I'll give you that. But but beans. Yes. I draw the line at beans. (laughs) You need beans. You draw. You draw the lines at beans. Yes. But you're, I see piles, piles of cheese that you plan on putting in this at the end. That yeah. is not that is that does not have the vitamins you need. I don't care about any goddamn vitamins. <laughs> I want the flavor. I want the cheese, and no goddamn beans. <laughs> I'll give you this calamity. I will set aside a small little bucket, and I'll put some it's beans in that a one. Pot. We'll... I just I don't know uh, what. <laughs> Captain, you were so confusing. Bucket, hot. 
tomato tomato. <laughs> I'm gonna I'll set aside a small pot and I'll put some beans in that one and we'll let everyone taste and we'll see which one they like better. My my meat based chili or your bean based chili. Uh, Captain, you can put both in there. I don't understand. I, I, oh, all you hear is both just is static. going in the other one. Static is coming out of the speakers at this point. Like <laughs> calamity has just absolutely <laughs> lost their ability to talk. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> just you know, uh, just the kind of bonding that a captain and his ship needs. Oh my, <laughs> my goodness! Oh. <laughs> Oh, Relora's continuing her walk in her mind's eye, you know, knows exactly like right next to like perfectly labeled where everything is, is like Katijian beans, which is basically like kidney beans. And it's like, uh, maybe if I just go back and have, nope, nope, I'm not getting involved in this at all. And just keeps walking <laughs> and makes it to the tech workshop uh, since they uh, arranged to meet up with uh, Saren a little later in the day, which is now a little later in the day, um, and comes in just flushed, just looking like they've seen the worst scene in their life. And uh, it's just like, the door closes behind them, and they just take a It's fine. It's fine. Hi, Jiri. Hope you're having better day than I am having. I love that this has already ruined Relora's day. Day hasn't even started yet. It's over for Relora. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you you look like you've seen a ghost. What? And the moment you say that, a big giant crash just echoes through the room. (laughs) (laughs) I, I wish it was a ghost, but... There's time for that later. Um, Looks like you'll have to do beans now, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, the captain. The captain got into the kitchen again, didn't he? I, I just don't. I, I've asked several times that I'm willing to help. It's just everything's so clearly labeled. I don't know. He just rummages through everything. It's just like a stampede of wild beasts has made its way over. Yep, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You know, it's just the captain. Why do you think captain. I keep this room locked? Oh, that's oh, that's a good idea. I didn't think about that. Okay, let's let's work on some <laughs> sixty-four. Uh, 84, uh, 164 bit encryption as a side project later. <laughs> what I do have is this little classic, um, and we'll uh, drops down the box and opens it, and it's kind of your you know cliched movie sniper rifle set, but disassembled, lovingly and carefully placed in you know the storage foam. Opens it up gingerly, and the look on Rolora's face is kind of a nostalgic one. And it's been a while since they've even, one, used it, and two, even opened up this case. Puts it on the on, on the workshop and, you know, gets like a little piece out and inspects. It's like, oh, I'd like, to, I'd like to add this one onto the list. I want to do a little maintenance, uh, you know, uh, do your magic that you do so well. Um, a little little classic piece here. I think it's time it gets it's time in the sun 
or it's time in the tub, uh, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, it probably won't see, be seen much of the sun, on Entha at least, but yeah, I haven't seen you use this one before. Um, is there a history here? Uh, well, I used it mostly in my youth. Um, I didn't use it in my in the my, in the military. I I had different sidearms for that one, but this one was more of um use for work. I work with my with my parents uh, when I was younger, so mm-hmm. uh, there hasn't been really a need for it. So um, I, I, I can't bring myself to sell it uh, or get rid of it. It's got sentimental value, even if it's. Hmm. It has sentimental value, and I just—I've kept it for a while, but I, I haven't had the need to use it, Saren, in, in the work that I've—I've I've been doing since I've left home. Uh, you know, not much use for it. Working in a diner, uh, massage therapist on a luxury liner, uh, tech work on Absalon Station—it just didn't lend itself to its use, but. We've been running into some troubling scenarios, and uh, we've made some enemies along the way, so maybe it's time to take it out of storage and maybe repurpose it from what I used to use it for, and uh, just kind of like uh, our ship now, you know, Calamity, who knows, who knows what purpose Ellie had in mind. But, you know, we're, you know, the ship has found new purpose and discovering new purposes on their own. And I, it's time for this to, maybe just like me, find, find a new purpose. I think that's a great idea. I mean, just because something has bad memories attached to it doesn't mean you can't replace them with good ones. Saren says, definitely not thinking about <laughs> your time on Entha, and <laughs> like, you know. Why would she mm, be thinking about that? No. I like that, Saren. That's good. Exactly. Exactly. So this coating here will ensure that the the bullet won't lose any any speed due to the friction of being fired underwater, and then I can attach these modifications right here. So that, and you'll see I've already done this to your other weapons, um, but these modifications protect the firing locations so that once we're underwater, there won't be any delay. You'll be able to basically use them just like normal. Oh, wonderful. Saren, you are so skilled. I try my best. Saren says with a weak smile, trying to hide any like hard thoughts that she's got going on. You know, I'm going to run a really quick sense of motive. I don't know if uh, Ooh, Relora this will is act fun. on it. We'll act on it because sometimes, I mean, they're very pensive right now on their own. And, you know, Saren has offered, you know, that great piece of wisdom and cheering them up but without kind of delving too deeply. So even, even if they get a good result, they might just kind of sit on that for a while. Um, so with this one, it's going to be a 17 sense motive. Ooh, oh. failure uh, against, against <laughs> Saren. Saren's not lying per se, but Saren is not talking about something. So I rolled a bluff check. I rolled an eight on that. So you can tell Saren is 
definitely not um, saying mm. everything. So with this information, Relor is going to look at the weapon parts, look to Saren. It's like, well, I'll let you go get started. Let me know what I could do to help. If you'd like to, you know, continue to chat, I'm happy with that. But if you want to really dig into the work, I'll also let you uh, focus on the work, too, if that's, if that's what you need right now. Saren has begun working and looks up like, hmm? Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, I, do you, do you want to keep talking? Normally, I, I would probably just have Jambike play some music, um, but what, did you have something in mind to talk about? Well, you know me, I'm a chatty one, but, um, what are you in the mood for? Some music? Good old fashioned uh, grease, grease monkey and elbow work. What sounds good to you right now, Saren? Uh, I, I think that S- Saren is growing increasingly uncomfortable. Uh, I don't know um, oh. what there is to talk about, but uh, we can play some music. And if you want to help, I, I'll just tell you what I need and you can pass it to me. Oh, wonderful. Or maybe something, some some grunge. Um, I, it kind of helps me uh, unwind after uh, clean up after the captain. So uh, yeah, volume level seven. How's that? Would that be okay? That sounds perfect. Oh. <laughs> All right, I'm fading. I'm fading this uh, Una reverse like <laughs> to black here. Uh, so this is how the two of you are spending your downtime. It's you're doing Aquafit and maintain weapon together. Great. Uh, Friday, are the results of your kitchen experimentations ready? Slash edible. Yes. Yes. Oh, Friday. Friday's good. Let's let's, let's just roll this to make sure. Like, um... looks like you'd actually. It would be a wisdom based check if you wanted to roll for. Oh, good cooking. Which is a plus zero. <laughs> so just a straight 20 roll. Oh, that's... It's it's decent, Julie. Not bad. That's respectable. Uh, that's a 14. <laughs> Should have added yeah. more beans to okay. it. So the chili is decent. Perhaps in spite of the fact that you spent the better part of like two hours arguing with Calamity about ingredients. It is all a good fun, though. Yeah. Uh... It, it actually reminds uh, Friday of uh, arguing with his his mother a little bit mm-hmm. uh, when he when when she cook. It was the other way around though. He'd be like, "Why did he add this?" And she's like, "She get incarnation." Uh, but uh, Friday's gonna go. Uh, attention crew, attention crew, meet in the lounge ASAP for a required staff meeting. A staff meeting. Oh, staff meeting. I I hope this goes well. I really hope the captain put enough uh, beans in the pot. He was using a bucket I use for fermentation of a specific dish. It's not really meant for cooking, but well, fingers crossed. Do we see? Ballad, do we see Ballad what, in the hallway? <laughs> yeah. What activity were you interrupted doing? 
being summoned to Chile. Oh, she was outside the ship. Oh. <laughs> oh, I love that. Is that Ballad's like new sulking spot? Not sulking. Pen- brooding. Brooding is a better word. Yeah, kind of. She goes out there and just kind of stares into space and meditates. You know, sol- little Solarian things. Hashtag little Solarian things. <laughs> <laughs> Ballad is our real social media manager. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She makes um, these long tw- uh, Twitter posts about uh, about the void sure. of space that people just love yeah. calling. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you all converge <laughs> on the lounge. What did they see, Dustin? Yes. You see a, a table absolutely decked out with food there is chili in the middle but there's also like cornbread and uh butter honey and cheese stacked a mile high to put in the chili and then there's a little uh little container of gems and polished rocks uh with chili sauce poured on them uh and uh and then there's also the couch is all set up for uh movie night and it's Korthplath uh, uh, and the gem, and it's a romantic comedy. And uh, he goes, Welcome! We're all here to dine and watch a movie. And Fanny, you look over, and the kitchen is actually spotless. Like it's cleaned up, and everything's put away, and uh, all, all the spice stuff is put back. Uh, and uh, yeah, mm. it's. Uh, we're all we're all gonna sit back, eat, and watch a movie. Although I cannot, there's beans in this chili, <gasps> oh, and goodness. I think it tastes okay. But uh, uh, if you don't like it, it's all calamity's fault. There are <laughs> the camera, the like the camera in this room just sort of slowly turns to just stare directly at Friday to be like for the final time the top 10 recipes that came off of my search all had beans in them info spear be damned we never put beans in chili is it one of those recipes where it starts out with a mile long story about her grandpa dying or whatever yes actually remark how'd you know they're kind of all like that at this point. <laughs> I don't know why people think their family drama has anything to do with chili. Actually, there's a really interesting history there. Um, there was a, a, a famous cookbook about uh, Aklo, uh, Aklo Foods that um, wanted to capture the history of the rich history of the ethnic the ethnic foods from Aklo that uh, that made it really famous, and then that became sort of a staple for for how you know how how recipes are told. That it just kind of became widespread. Everyone has to do it because yeah, their stories all matter. Cool. Did you just rock explain right, that, that to her? You know, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds cool and all, but um, sometimes it'll be like. I was at the explosion on Versys when I thought about my grandfather's cornbread recipe. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God, <laughs> it's a lot. I'm just saying. Yeah. Some of them were quite dramatic. 
You need to cook good food without the drama of telling the family story. <laughs> this is true. I like efficiency. <laughs> Amen. I thought it was just well, about SEO. <laughs> yeah, that too, honestly. As uh, everybody's sitting down, Friday starts passing out the bowls of chili and go, I haven't seen all of you for several days as we've been all and out doing our own thing, getting ready for this uh, adventure. And I thought before we go on to the next one, I, I sit down, catching up, having some good food, watching a good movie was uh, kind of necessary. Saren, are your rocks shinier? Did you get them polished? Oh, you, why would you do that? You got you had a hot date or something? Saren, uh, Saren sparkles in a weird way that is like not a blush, but not a, <laughs> but is like a, it's like a weird combination of like, like sadness and blush. And like, she tries to like dim the, dim the sparkles a little bit and is like, um, no, I didn't have a date. Why would I have a date on Absalom Station with who would I be going on a date with? You you went shopping, right? Did you get anything interesting? <laughs> Friday passes the pool. You know, I got a few things. I got I got some things that can help me breathe underwater if need be. Hopefully, I don't need to use it because I'm not a big fan of water, as I know you aren't either. <laughs> but. <Nope>. Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll see. I, I'm much better in the stars, not in the not in the seas. Ballad, uh, Ballad, you seem awfully down. I hope I hope everything went okay with you. Yeah, you know, my ex boyfriend's trying to kill everyone I love. <laughs> so, oh, well, we'll have to just kill fun. him first. And Frada passes her a bowl of chili. <laughs> I made yours extra spicy. Thank you. And the spoon she's holding is like bent in half. <laughs> <laughs> she straightens it back out and then starts eating. Uncontrollable <laughs> bending. Yeah. And how about you, Relora? How how are things going? Oh well, they look back to the kitchen just to just make sure everything's kind of lined up. Well, you know, the shopping trip was rather fun. I went with the rest of the crew. Of course, referring to the, the goblins. Uh, I didn't know you were out shopping for underwater supplies. Captain, we could have made a group of, of it. Which they're all in there with you, by the way. Like, they also took their, like, they also took their bowls of chili. But they're having a hard time balancing their tiny hands. I see that luster from the little spa we took a little break at. Oh. Wonderful! Look at that little curl. Look at that little curl. You know what? That was a good touch there. And you know, putting up with the nails. Like, mm, did I tell you that extra clear coat, which is kind of have that little something extra? I feel so fancy. <laughs> <laughs> I got mine done in red. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, Captain. <laughs> good times, you know. Just some worries about the future, but. There's time for that later. Rattlesnarp what a- literally has his hands stuck under Ballad's nose. Are they pretty? <laughs> <laughs> she gives him a big old smile. Very pretty. As she says that, a little bit of fire comes out of her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's that hot. Saren is anxiously eating 
the the chili covered rocks. (laughs) 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 Crunch, 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 crunch. (laughs) Well, I I got us a romantic comedy. I I hope everybody's okay with that. But I figured we'd sit back and watch uh, and and relax a little bit. Uh, Unfortunately, I I was going to put on one of your soaps, but. or t- one of your telenovelas, but it looks like they're offline right now. I think we were a little too far away for them picked up on the, on the, on the, on the, on the thing, thingamajig. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I, I thought we could all get together. What are y'all thinking? I haven't watched a rom-com in quite a while. Uh, uh, does this one have uh, Rexash, the um, Vesk heartthrob? I, I certainly wouldn't say no to a little, uh, you know, a little, uh, oh, what's eye candy. <laughs> oh, there we go. A little eye candy. Doesn't have wreck sauce, but it does have some. Oh, well, you know, they're nice too. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, a nice. No shots, but they're, 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 they're a nice there. thick tail back there. I like me a man with a <laughs> nice thick backside. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Woo-hoo. Ooh, Miss Fanny. <laughs> Once you go tail, you'll never bail. <laughs> <laughs> and and the love in- love in- the love interest is that uh Mothra Mothra Uhu, I believe. Oh, this is a new <laughs> up and comer. Yes. Yeah, don't I don't want to put I, that I, on my continuity sheet. <laughs> I just said it. Now to. I have to. <laughs> I don't mind watching a romantic comedy oh. at all. Nope. <laughs> this is fine. This will be funny, I bet. I wonder how the dates I wonder how their dates are gonna go. I'm so into romance right now. <laughs> yeah. I think it translates to uh I think it translates to cocoon of love. Hmm. Well, in the regional dialect, it's more of within the cocoon of love. Ah, thank you. (laughs) Does this one, the plot of this one involve any sort of like regicide or planned uh, child murder? Hopefully not. Uh, No, but Mothra is queen. Uh, I think there's, I, I think, I think it takes, I think the story is something along the lines of like, uh, she gets hired to, to like be sacrificed to a volcano. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, oh, but the, uh, the other gentleman is there to escort her and make sure she gets there. Okay. He, um, yeah. The no, this is come in? They keep tripping on the way up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they're supposed to go across the space, and they end up getting uh, shipwrecked. I'd watch it. And they end up having to, like, you know, and that's where the love interest in the comedy falls in, because they like trying to figure out how to survive. And I guess that's funny. Uh, I don't I'll have to watch the movie and see how it goes. It got up. Uh, God damn it, I have to keep adding stuff to the stupid continuity <laughs> <laughs> they probably don't like each other all that well at first and then learn to learn that they both have positive qualities and uh I yeah and then imagine that like throwing the queen into the volcano is 
a bad idea at the end? They would figure that out, right? I, I, I think so. I think that's where the cocoon comes in. I hope so. There's a lot of disturbing things in this one. <laughs> Captain, you have some dark tastes. I, it, hey, I just picked it because it had a high rating on uh, on rotten fleabies. <laughs> How you doing there? How do you spell fleabies, Dustin? F L E E B I E S. Great. <laughs> yeah, I probably really wouldn't want to be thrown into a volcano myself. That seems like a bad time. <laughs> Yeah, who's going to want to kill off Mothra Uwu? Not me. Yeah, I'm sure she's like so quirky and clumsy the whole time. It's really endearing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fade to black. Audience, the look on Abby's face. <laughs> I do She's not happy. I do that. keep a continuity spreadsheet of all of the dumb shit that you people say. <laughs> <laughs> Which is awesome. We ran into the uh novella holodeck fight. That was yes. so awesome. Do remind me who the other romantic lead in this rom com is. <laughs> Growl. No, it was more like shush 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 shush. Shash blah, blah. <laughs> I think you're gonna have to listen back to find out. <laughs> like refer to time index one colon two zero. Josh Hartnett. You know what? It's Josh Hartnett. Like, uh, yes, Josh Hartnett. Hartnett. Just put through like eighty filters. <laughs> he takes his shirt off. He he gets his chest a little wet. You know, it's fine. It's <laughs> it's fine. All right. Um. Dustin, I'm going to need you to roll me a check for this downtime activity to see how well you succeeded boosting everybody's mood. And it was a diplomacy. With a negative two penalty for picking the worst movie for the group. Yeah, we'll see how well this goes. This is attempt a skill check using a charisma-based profession skill you're trained in, uh, though the GM can allow other skills as appropriate... uh, to the activity since diplomacy is my basically profession uh like that's what i do the most in the yeah but it's not like you didn't technically put points in profession in like profession diplomat you know you just have a high diplomacy score oh i'm gonna use my profession cook to gauge the chili let's see it's delicious but i'll (laughs) i'll allow it Okay. I rolled that athletics oh. for the um, drill downtime activity, by the way. Drill? Okay. Because I like to imagine Ballad is on the outside of the ship, like, occasionally doing push-ups or something. <laughs> <laughs> push-ups in vacuum? <laughs> yeah. That, that's how you get real strong. That's how you get shredded. <laughs> vacuum training. Absolutely. She's been looking jacked lately. <laughs> 31. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> okay, cool. For the aqua fit. You were supposed to spend in a certain amount of UPB. Oh, okay. And then for maintain, maintain equipment. 
you have access to a tech workshop, so you don't need to pay anything for maintaining the equipment. Cool, cool, cool. Um, or make a check for that. It turns out that, you know, despite the fact that this movie was questionable at best. Uh, Questionably awesome. But the the act of watching the movie, <laughs> eating some hearty food, kind of making fun of the extremely silly plot, and just the fact that Mothra Uwu, she's just she's just luminous, you know. She's just she's got that star quality, and she can manufacture chemistry with everyone. It actually was a very enjoyable film. You're all feeling pretty relaxed, actually. You know, you still got a lot on your mind. A lot of traumatizing stuff has been happening and you imagine will continue to happen over the next few days, especially for Saren returning to such a, such a, such a painful place in your history, but you've got each other. And that honestly makes the four of you feel better. Good job, Captain Friday. By the way, Mothar Uwu was not sacrificed to the volcano. She fell in love with her escort and they decided to jump into the volcano together, but a blast of steam <laughs> pushed them out of the volcano, and they landed in the water far, far away. I'm just going to say, once again, how is this a comedy? <laughs> like, well, that's pretty funny when like they go to jump comedy. in. It, it's so it, it, dark. <laughs> I, I mean, for those who don't, who don't realize it, I'm basically making fun of Joe versus the Volcano, which is a romantic comedy. About a I guy mean, who goes and to also, jump in the bucket. Yeah, also, how was uh, Toy Story 3 a comedy? You know, oh, they were all going to go Story into the Toy Story 3 was not together. a comedy. Like, <laughs> Toy Story 3 was devastating. <laughs> that was a drama. The morale boost came from us. We stopped watching the movie and said we were just like using the infosphere to check out other works by the same actors. Or when we were like questioning a scene, we'd go like off topic and be like, would it really be erupting during this season? Let's look this up. And we were basically like deconstructing it and making fun of it that way. That's where more of the morale boost came in. Yep. Not, not even watching the movie, but the distracting part of it. Saren was uncharacteristically invested in watching the movie, like <gasps> oh. regardless of what everyone else was doing. I have to know if they survive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> regardless, I'm pulling it back on the rails once again. You arrive at Entha three days after you depart Absalom Station, feeling refreshed and more or less ready for what's to come, more or less prepared. Ooh, that's a blue planet. So you exit the drift. Neptune. Yes, except it's covered in water and not gas. Like a big marble. Yeah, a big blue marble appears out of the beautiful starry sky in front of you. And it's blue, baby. There's only water on this thing. You can discern no continents, uh, (gasps) absolutely no continents below you. You know from what Saren's told you that they are constructing like habitable platforms on the surface of the water but they're at this stage of Entha's development too small to see from space so it's just a big blue watery looking marble Friday's been there too oh yeah Friday has been there too yeah that's true okay so yeah Friday Friday and Sarum would recognize this view Uh, and it hasn't changed much in the eight years since the last time the two of you were here there is a lot of Starship traffic in orbit. Uh, Edgecorp is continuing to develop this planet at a pretty rapid pace. There's a lot of people coming and going. 
Uh, and there is a space station in orbit around the planet that has an Edge Corp negotiator, which is a huge ship that is mm. armed to the teeth, sort of keeping mm. control of the area. Yep, good old Edge Corp negotiations. Lots of guns. Lots of guns. You know, that's uh, that's how you make sure negotiations go in your favor. That's good old gunship negotiating. Yeah, it's gunship, gunship diplomacy. diplomacy. Yep, there we go. As you emerge from the drift, you pick up a just general transmission from the station AI, uh, letting every letting all new ships know that there is a queue that you will be entered in before being granted access to land on the Elysium platform, which is currently the only functional platform on the surface. And you are going to uh, just essentially wait in line with the other ships that also have deliveries to make for Entha. Saren, how, how do you feel? Saren is sparkling with the jitters. Right, like breathing heavy. I'm just trying to take like long, steady breaths to manage your emotions. Um, the last time she was here, she was so in a daze of dissociation that um, she didn't she didn't notice any of the ships. She barely noticed anything before she left. So seeing it again, despite probably the beauty of this vast ocean world, gorgeous. All she can think of is how dark it is down below, a mile deep under the under the ocean surface, and how much pressure it puts on the body to be that far below, and trying very hard to not just dissociate from everything right now, right? Like, I don't know how many of you, both players and listeners, have had experiences with, like, trauma and the ways that going back to the places where you were traumatized would, like, cause you to progress, right? And literally put you back in the same mindset as you were when you when you were there, when you were under the strain you were under. But she's not quite having a flashback, right? But is definitely going to be a little bit slower on the uptick with folks I'm imagining it's going to take people a couple of seconds to get your attention every time they talk to her they're going to say something and they're going to have to repeat themselves and get your attention so not great (laughs) to sum it all up cool (laughs) (laughs) not having a good time yeah that's pretty much what we expected yeah so while you're queuing up uh, you occasionally get broadcasts from the station AI saying, like, your delivery is very important to us. You are now 10th in the queue. Hey, not bad. Does it blast uh, horrible hold music while we're waiting? Yes, music. Yeah, definitely music while you're waiting to descend. Now serving G0010. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the sound of angels' nightmares. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All of his workplace stress dreams encapsulated by a single yeah. sound. <laughs> As you wait, you see that like the Edge Corp negotiator is currently escorting another ship down 
towards the planet's surface. So you get in the sense of movement, not going to be here forever. The AI might even tell you that you're in slot number nine at a certain oh, okay. point. I know. It's exciting stuff. What's more exciting is that the Muzak is interrupted by a emergency blaring sound. And the AI switches to a much more urgent aspect. Attention, an RCHPR-class ship in unauthorized possession of company property has left Entha without clearance from the Evangenia Jamison Corporation. Parties able to detain these criminals will be well compensated for their assistance. We can just let them go, right? And uh, there is... Yeah? <laughs> there is a ship... We're in stolen Evangenia. <laughs> I was like, is that a hospital? Oh, oh, I thought they were talking about a hospital moment. <laughs> I, yeah, I can see when it starts when it starts talking. Friday gets very worried, and then he's like, "Oh, not us, not us." <laughs> yeah, the four yeah, of you are looking, kinda like, like looking around. Oh, oh, oh yeah, goodness. looking at each other like, oh, not us. <laughs> <laughs> so you do see that there is a ship rapidly uh, heading towards the queue. And if any of you wants to make me a DC 17 culture, well, I don't know why I told you the DC, but you know it now, a DC 17 <laughs> culture or piloting check. That's a 26. I don't imagine that this is a, Let's see which one would have underworld. That is not my culture. I did not update that. Yes. It is not an underworld <laughs> contact thing. Well, even with my proper bonus, I don't make it. If it's a culture. That's a, that's a 25. Natural one for a 10. Ooh, <laughs> okay. Heidi, that's a good culture check right oh, there. Oh, wait. You know what I do? Because I have an extra die. I'm supposed to roll for side reel influence. So I do hit 17. Oh, great. Okay. All right. So Friday is still too busy sort of panicking about the four of you being <laughs> the edge corp thief. He's busy making an escape plan in the back of his mind. He's not really paying attention to the ship on the approach. The rest of you... Do recognize that this this the ship that's approaching is indeed exactly the class that the AI spoke of. And also the three of you have been working in kind of cargo hauling long enough or you know and or Ballad's been alive long enough to recognize that these are pretty quintessential working class vessels. They are usually not used by criminal folks at all. They don't even have drift travel capabilities. Like, they are pretty basic. You can see that the company negotiator is in pursuit of the vessel, but you also know that company negotiators also, they're just not that fast. Unless they have assistance, they are probably not going to catch this little ship. Oh, boy. So <laughs> so we basically get to decide, do we help people who are probably not actually stealing anything all that bad from Edgecore, or do we help the mega corporation? That's secret option touch. number three. You do nothing. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's what doing. always an option. You Ballad said, "Fuck the police." <laughs> I wonder if it would be possible to send him like an encrypted adjust your heading by mark point four three two. That'll give you a more optimal route. Sort of like a nudge help. <laughs> Friday, go. calamity. Uh, document the trajectory that ship's going, so we can give him some help. And when we come back, all right, I'll uh, plot a possible course. Would you? Would you like to try hailing them? Uh, if we can do it where we don't get uh, drawn attention from that negotiator, sure. You can hear there's just sort of a smug. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's a smug tone to Calamity's reply. Oh, 
I think I might be able to manage an encrypted channel. Uh, you did good with the beans. So, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's go ahead and <laughs> I, I trust, I trust that you can get a good, 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 good encryption channel. Oh, those beans were a good touch. Mm. Just added the right consistency and flavor. Oh, uh, onto business, of course, of course. So you, you hail the ship and a Goran woman appears. <gasps> On I love the view screen. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, neato. Oh, cool. They're like, yeah. I love Gorons. They're so cool. Is that like a little twig coming out of their hair? Yeah. Or is there yeah. hair? Gorons are essentially like a plant, like a, a sentient plant species. And so they are, cool. my favorite bit of lore about them is that nearly every other species in the galaxy finds them incredibly delicious. Yep, they're highly <laughs> edible. <laughs> they are highly oh edible. God. <laughs> and and sapient, so it's wrong to eat them. <laughs> Dang. Just want to make That's that dark. clear. But they are delicious. I think I think Saren uh, Saren like gasps and leans in and is like, oh my gosh, you're so pretty. She looks completely <laughs> taken aback. Like she, this person is clearly stressed. She is stressed. And she says, uh, uh, thanks. This is uh, Captain Syovan of the Cernox Tooth. What do, you, what do you want? I'm a little uh, busy here, escaping. Uh, oh, Captain Syovan. I'm Captain Friday Francisco. Uh, it looks like you're clear of the negotiator. Or it's not going to be able to keep up with you. We are not going to interfere. However, uh, I know your ship can't make it far because you can't you can't get into the drift. But uh, once we're done with our work here, we'll come pick you up and get you where you need to be. Well, that's that's nice and everything. But uh, if if there's if there's any possible way, I, do, do you have a drift engine? Yeah, we have a drift engine. Uh, just in case, it's kind of fucky down there right now, my my new friend. Uh, just in case there you don't end up. Being able to come after me, there's a different way that you could help if you'd be so kind right this second. Uh, how's that? As we pass you by, if you vent your radiation shielding in our wake, it might confuse the negotiator's sensors enough to give us time to get out of here without them even knowing where we've gone. Do you happen to do that? Would you be willing to do that? Oh my god. Calamity, can you get set up like we need to be? Uh, and uh, Fanny, of course, get whatever you need to do, get done. You said it's fucky down there. What's uh, what's going on? I mean, we we were ferried here a few weeks ago for a mining operation, but they didn't even tell us that it's a water world. Uh, we're not rated for underwater operations, and so we figured no harm done, we'd be on our way, and they're just calling us in breach of contract and claiming we stole things. It's just... It's a, it's just a mess. Nobody seems to be talking to anybody uh, about like just standard operating procedures for these kinds of for these kinds of projects and as always and I should have known better than to try to deal with Edgecorp their first answer is to like stop and detain you before like actually talking to each other or asking any questions so who knows what's going to fucking happen to you when you get down there I turn around uh, and go yeah, home before you even talk to them well we're pretty used to dealing with Edge Corp for a while now. We we understand what they they're capable of. We got it handled, and don't worry, we'll be back to give you a help if uh, if need be. But right now, happy to vent our plasma so we can uh, get away. Thank you. 
thank you. Oh my gosh. All right. Uh, like, and the, the ship is currently passing you by. Just be like, I won't forget this, Captain. Here's my bonfire tag. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever, if you ever need a favor, a half uh, much appreciated. We'll, uh, I'll see. You, uh, we'll see you down the road. Sirnox tooth out. Good luck. The feed closes. Uh, the tooth is currently pieing you by, passing you by, and I'm going to need uh, Saren to make nope. me a engineering check. Knew it was me. All right. Yeah. It's gonna um, be you. Gotta look I'm gonna give notes. you my uh, hero point just because I got one. I it looks like on wait, my sheet. Wait, before we before we use the hero point, uh, doesn't the doesn't uh, calamity have a bonus that we can use like once a day or something like that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Calamity, calamity can give you a plus two once a day. There we go. Let's use that. Nah, I still want to use it. I can't have a one hero point. I need to get rid of it as fast yeah, as possible. Yeah, why would you want to save that for anything you might encounter on the planet's surface? Nah. Yeah. Classic All right. So the, that would be my typical roll plus one, and then I get to do it twice because hero point. So plus two. Plus two, plus two. for calamity's assistance. Okay. That is a 32 um, without the hero point. I guess since you gave me the hero point, I'm going to roll it. That is a 32. Hey, it was meant to be. <laughs> it was meant to be. I that's regret a, nothing. That's a pass. That's a pass if I ever saw one. Yeah, you you might have even overdone it a little bit. Uh, <laughs> you you intended to re- you intend you were trying to get as much like radiation confusion blasted out as possible, and you actually like you you're fucking with everyone's sensors within <laughs> <laughs> like one AU of space. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just I'm imagining. Uh, from uh, Atlantis, the Lost Empire, when Milo's like fixing the um, fixing the steam engine, and he like he's like <laughs> bangs on it and just like flips the thing, and it's like <laughs> like this this vent of like steam when he's done. Yeah, <laughs> it's like absolutely. that's what happens, and you do it with just as much like sort of like cocky energy of like not my first yeah. time <laughs> overloading a drift engine. All right. Uh, yeah. So you were very successful. Uh, the tooth is blazing away, and it's actually a few minutes before the negotiator even manages to catch up to where you are. You do get a very uh, urgent hail from the negotiator. Pick up. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> can we make it when we pick up? It's staticky. Like, oh, calamity. Can you make it? St- like we're having system issues, so just make the picture as blurry as you can. Yeah, Captain, tell tell them that like we barely made it out of the drift because our drift engine had a crack in it. This is uh, uh, Captain <laughs> Captain Friday Francisco. Yeah, you see a very irritated brunette human staring at you, just just going like, like where, like how did you do that at exactly the wrong moment? I find that highly suspicious and you let a dangerous criminal escape. I'm sorry, sir. Our our drift engine being a little clunky right now and is throwing out some random sensory problems. Give me a bluff check. My bluff is not as good as my diplomacy. It's It's a plus 12. I rolled a six for an 18. Ooh, you can see there's some doubt in his face. Like, 
he's still fuming mad, but he does, like, after a beat, roll his eyes and just be like, yeah, well, I guess we can't trust any independent contractors like yourselves to actually have their gear in order before you come down here. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, us independent contractors are complete disasters. Just whatever. Just get your... Get your engine checked. Do you need... Do you... Is your engineer even any good? Do you need one of ours to come inspect your ship for you? No, no, we're, we're, we're good. Our, our engineer just made a, uh, a technical mistake. We're, we're sure that, that, they, that they're fixing it proper. He doesn't, even, he doesn't even sign off. The feed just cuts off. <laughs> 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 and the negotiator returns to its place. Saren? Yeah, Captain? Uh, always make great mistakes like that. Glad to be of assistance. Where are we on our queue? <laughs> um, you will find that when the AI uh, once again speaks, that you uh, are somehow in position 15. <laughs> that, I see. Yeah. <laughs> that tracks. That, that tracks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the angel. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it just... It just and it stays at number fifteen for about an hour and a half before it starts progressing up the line again. You do notice ships that have arrived after you are being sent down first. We pan back to Friday and he's <laughs> sitting like upside down in his seat, like his his legs are over the top of the head, the the, 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 uh, the headrest, and his back is on the bottom of the chair, and he's just sitting there bored out of his mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's what Mr. you get for being a good Samaritan. <laughs> bring everybody some caffeinated beverages. Saren's pacing in the and en- and en- engineering. And I imagine the the music that plays while being in this hold line is like forced into the system. Like we have no choice; we have to listen to it. Like we can't mute it. Well, yeah, you can't <laughs> mute it because, like, otherwise, how would you know when your time to go down to the planet actually was? It's it's the same. It's. Hold, hold music is awful and you are f- oh actually you know what every once in a while this is this is my favorite hold music thing uh the terrible tinny muzak is interrupted by an ad for oh, various oh, edgecore products that's the worst. and it cycles through the same two ads every 10 minutes or so oh wow at least it's 10 oh. minutes you know God, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. this sounds like the this sounds like the Sac State hold, Sacramento State hold music, where mm-hmm. it's just like the same three ads get played over and over again mm-hmm. with horrible music in between. With horrible Ugh. music in between. Yep. So it's about a, it's about two hours of that before you are finally given clearance to get down to the planet, but you are at last able to shut it off, and you take the void jammer down through the clouds. And when you break the cloud cover, you see an enormous transparent dome enclosing a small settlement built atop a massive floating platform on the sea, complete with a dozen modular and portable buildings of various sizes. A few open areas feature artificial grass with gym equipment and an outdoor cafeteria. Several large round landing pads surround the dome linked by swaying docks and additional landing pads are still under construction. And there's a mix of above water and undersea scaffolding forming a wooden steel patchwork around the entire facility. All in all, you were probably expecting something 
a little more put together. Uh, seeing that the platform is still under construction is is probably pretty surprising considering what Saren has been able to tell you about what this project was for, which was building like luxury vacation platforms for the rich. And it's been eight years and the platform, yeah. and it's still not, um, still not quite there. Interesting. Interesting. It's still kind of wondrous though. Like it's still, it's still very beautiful and unlikely and seems like shockingly stable considering. So you land the void jammer uh, in the designated spot, you know, as you, I don't know, do you, do you have anything you want to do before you leave the ship? Any extra prep you need? Can we turn off the extra cargo space so that, like, if our ship gets invaded, they don't realize that it's the one that we stole? Yes. Yeah, I think that can be done. Yeah. Um, It depends. Like, do you have stuff stored in that space is the only question. Um, I'm trying to see, like, how much cargo you packed in there. Shouldn't have a lot of cargo right now. Well, you picked up cargo before you... Oh, I think if we unload the cargo and then turn it off, right? Yeah. Yeah. Toss it on Betsy. All right. So you get the cargo loaded up onto Betsy. Is it Betsy? Betsy 2 because... Betsy 2? It's Betsy 2. Betsy 1 was um, Edgecourt property. Oh. Yeah. Uh, as you drive Betsy off the ramp, you are greeted by a familiar sight. Because on the landing pad next to you is the winter morn. Oh. <laughs> swaying gently on its landing pad. Outside of the ship, you can see Jinx, Nemolith, Dizzy, and Dizzy's drone, Digit, all in various states of sort of bored lounging to interestedly looking around while Neva Rovo uh, consults a data pad with her little furry brows furrowed. She looks kind of pissed off, but that's really nothing new for her. Far Beyond the Stars is a fantastic world's production. Thank you so much for listening to the show. In the meantime, if you can't get enough of us, we also produce a second show, the Fantastic Worlds podcast based on the Reign of Winter Adventure Path or Pathfinder 1E. We also recommend connecting with our fantastic community on Discord and Reddit or following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find links to access all of those on our website, fantasticworldspod.com. I believe we have a Threads account now as well, if that's still a thing. Yes. Uh, by the time winter yes. comes around. <laughs> we shall see. Uh, it's part It's part of meta, so it probably will be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but maybe no one will be using it in six that, that, months. That, that, Who that's, knows? That's one more. I, I didn't think Threads is going to go away. I was going to like, if people are still like using it. <laughs> Whether or not we have a Twitter account might be the better question. Yep. Who knows what, like, just, you know, keep, go to our website. We'll have our links up. It's, we'll, it's, we'll have a Zanga account. Okay. It's yeah, fine. There we go. We'll, we'll, we'll finally just move add, to Mastodon. Just add, just add us to your bonfire. I mean, just that's all we have. a bonfire account. We will be on Discord. You can always find us on Discord and connect with our fantastic community there. Um, and you can, uh, yeah, yeah, as I said, Find, uh, go to our website to that's get the best all the Yep. That's where we spend the most time hanging out. If you'd like to support us, uh, which you should, because we're awesome and 
making podcasts cost money, you should consider joining our Patreon by going to fantasticworlds.cash where you can get access to behind the scenes content for all of our shows, as well as our undying gratitude for supporting our actual play podcast. I'm Abby, your galactic mistress, and you can find me at Bonanza Famine on multiple socials. Um, We'll see if I'm still on half of them by the time this comes around. I'm Heidi, your chief engineer uh, and heir to the throne, Saren Malaya Corps. Yeah, that's right. That's right, baby. <laughs> and you can find me on Discord at Heidelon. That's H-E-I-D-O-L-O-N. Um, or I, I don't know. I don't do social media. And this is Angel. I can be reached at Espinoza916. Shopping montage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is Jess, Hank the Clank, all the places. This is uh, Dustin Alexander. You can reach me at Dustin Alexander across the social media sphere in which we can have discussions whether or not beans belong in chili or not. Yes, they do. I'm pro beans. Pro beans. Pro beans. Uh, that's what makes I personally could do without the beans, but that's, uh, uh, that's just my take. You're wrong. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought we should have some drama. I don't know. (laughs) More drama. (laughs) I'm starting a feud. Uh, I'm adding a poll to the Patreon site right now. (laughs) If it's just Texas Texas chili without beans, no. But if it's like a different type of chili, like green chili or something, yeah, that's that's fine. Like, what the hell's green chili? (laughs) That's new on me. Oh, it's super I, good. Like, I actually don't know what green chili is either. Yeah, yeah. I, um, so it's uh, it's made with like green uh, salsa verde, you know, green chilies, chicken usually, and um, I'm a big fan of salsa verde. So it's I think you can share a recipe. A recipe. I would love great. to <laughs> give that a try. Well, there's a story that goes into the recipe. <laughs> 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 I so I don't particularly like I don't have a particular recipe that I use. I've had it before other places. So I'm bringing this to a close. Yeah, uh, sorry. If you want to send us <laughs> your chili recipe, we can be found at info at fantasticworldspod.com. Please don't hold back. Uh if you enjoy our show and Jess's drama starting, which we all enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> I love stirring that pot. I know you do. <laughs> or bucket. <laughs> I love stirring that bucket. Uh, you can do us all a favor and help spread the word to friends and family you think might also enjoy our shenanigans. And we'll see you next time. Far beyond the stars. Pew pew. Pew pew. Pew pew. Pew pew. Pew pew. Far Beyond the Stars is a Fantastic Worlds production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder Adventure Path Fly Free or Die is a trademark of Paizo, copyright 2020. All Paizo content is used with permission. No, I think it would be like yeah, like Friday or uh, Saren, What did you What did you do to while well, we were we were out and about? Happen to meet meet anybody? See anything fun? Do anything fun? Do anyone <laughs> fun?
do anyone uh-huh. want? <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys keep Uno reversing each other. Yeah. <laughs> you, you. Reverse turn. Skip. Reverse. Reverse. Pass. <laughs> Two hops this time. <laughs> <laughs> The reason I talked about the explosion on Versys is it's like, I literally read a recipe once where she started talking about 9-11 and I was like, oh, this is not relevant. My God. <laughs> I, I promise you this isn't relevant. Outside of the winter morn are your best friends in the whole world. Jizzy. Uh, not Jizzy. Jizzy. <laughs> New nickname. I combined, um, I combined Jinx and Dizzy. <laughs> For Jizzy. It's something gross. That's their ship name? I didn't need to know yeah, that. Like, that's the, sh- that's the ship name. <laughs> it's Jizzy. 